Hello and welcome to this Brussels to Beijing policy podcast from S&P Global Platts. I'm Siobhan Hall, Platts' expert on European Union energy policy based in Brussels, and I'm joined from London by Anu Ramanathan, our UK power pricing specialist, and Glenn Rickson, head of power analysis at Eclipse Energy, our analytics division. Now, as the UK goes to the polls this week to decide on whether to stay or leave the EU, we're here to examine why UK power prices are consistently higher than the rest of the EU, and if that's likely to change anytime soon. So, Annie, just how much higher are UK power prices than in France, for example? Well, Siobhan, on average this year, the UK day-ahead power price was around 15 euros higher than France, depending on the sterling euro exchange rate. Also, UK prices for winter have jumped more than eight pounds since January to around 43 pounds per megawatt hour in June. Right, so that's a big difference and that's a big jump. Glenn, is that price rise anything to do with the votes on EU membership? Um, I actually think the main driver has been the recent spate of coal plant closures. Uh, We've seen over five gigawatts of coal plant removed from the market in just the last three months. And that's equivalent to about 10% of the UK's peak power demand. So that has a big impact on prices. Right, 5 gigawatts. That's loads. What's going on there? Why were those plant closed? I think one of the biggest factors has been the UK's carbon price support scheme, which is set at £18 per tonne at the moment. And UK generators also have to pay the EU carbon price on top of that, which means that coal and gas-fired plants are paying five times more for their carbon emissions in the UK than in the rest of Europe. Yes, and it also means that coal plants in the UK are being priced out in favour of gas. UK generators are uh, not benefiting from the current cheap coal prices in the way that Germany is, for example. Wow. Carbon emissions in the UK cost five times more than in the rest of Europe. No wonder UK coal is being priced out. I know a lot of people in Brussels are trying to get the EU emissions trading system to set a carbon price that will price out coal across all of Europe, but they're really struggling and it's not going to happen anytime soon. So was that what the UK government was aiming for when it introduced the carbon price law? Was it about pricing out coal? Well, initially, the government said it was to support low carbon generation, including nuclear, But now it's opted for direct state aid for new nuclear. For example, the guaranteed strike price scheme for the Hinkley Point C nuclear project. And it was actually the finance ministry that introduced the carbon price floor scheme, mainly to raise money, I think. The government has said it will review the future of the scheme later this year, but the current system runs until 2020, and I don't think they'll drop it before then. Right, so if the carbon price floor stays in place, we can expect UK prices to stay higher than France. What's the practical impact of that? I mean, can the UK import cheaper power from France? Uh, Yes, it can, and it does, through a 2 gigawatt power link. And there are also plans to build more links to France and other countries, uh, such as Norway and the Netherlands. So could we expect UK power prices to converge down to French levels eventually? I know the EU is pushing hard for more power market integration, you know, more links and trade between EU countries. What about the EU's day-ahead market coupling project? Is that having an effect on UK power prices? 
Well, the UK is part of the day-ahead market coupling project, uh, and we've seen market coupling bring down price differences between Belgium and the Netherlands, for example, and uh, even France and Germany. But I don't think it's had a major impact on UK prices. Uh, market coupling really only harmonises prices in the absence of border constraints. And, well, we're still an island, we still have border constraints. Yes, uh, at the moment we rely on just a few interconnectors for our links to the other markets. So that price convergence we see in mainland Europe uh, just isn't happening here. The UK needs to be at a premium to get power to flow to us. And you're saying that the UK needs that power because it has a tight peak demand situation caused by the coal plant closures. So what about the EU referendum? Have you seen that have any impact on prices so far? Well, we know that power prices jumped after two polls this month, suggesting that the UK will vote to leave. But this uh, spike also coincided with an unplanned Norwegian outage, which supported an increase in gas and power prices. So although it is hard to quantify the impact, it's safe to say that uncertainty is a bullish factor. The problem is really that no one knows in practice what leaving the EU would mean. But when there's any kind of uncertainty in the market, you usually see a risk premium added to prices. Yes, traders are definitely jittery about currency movements. So if we see sterling fall against the euro for whatever reason, that's going to drive up UK power prices. That's because we still need to import French power, which is, of course, priced in euros. So what's the outlook for UK power prices for the next few years? In the medium term, I don't see UK prices converging with the rest of Europe. Though France's plans to implement its own carbon price floor scheme from next year could go some way to narrowing the spread, if the scheme goes ahead, in fact. And the UK is likely to have a tight peak demand situation for some years to come. Uh, more capacity is in the works, but one of the biggest projects, the 3.2 gigawatt Hinkley Point C nuclear project, is not planned to come online for at least 10 years, and we're still waiting for a final investment decision on it. Right, so it sounds like UK policies will still be the main driver for UK power prices for a good five to ten years, if not more, whatever happens in the EU referendum. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening and tune in next month for more Platts, Perspectives on Policy.